Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Currently, our story is Dead in the Water. It can be found in the Star Wars Age of Rebellions GM's Kit. This is Act 2, Episode 5, and I am Ben, the GM for this adventure. Hi, I'm Chris, and I play Mandalorian Commando Motu Ordo with the duty of combat victory. Hi there, I'm Christine, and I play Nima Ptolemy, the uh, Miri Allen commander of the group. Uh, who's currently, well, not leading this charge, but uh, helping to usher our minions in. And uh, her duty, appropriately enough, is personnel. TV-93, the tactical droid. A slicer and a sharpshooter. Played by Brent. His specialization is enemy demoralization. People seem to find that fitting. I am Leslie, and I play Kith, and I'm about to be up to my elbows in sabotage. I'm kind of wanting to know from Kith. Until now, what is her the biggest thing that Kith has sabotaged, and how does she feel about that? Um, it it wasn't a, a big thing, um, per se. It was a speeder that got redirected creatively, um... In, into a thing that exploded. Okay. It was, it was a big explosion. So Kith is pretty good at using her mechanics to explode things. So it's I think it's fair to, to say when you sabotage something, it's there's no coming back from that. It's it's <laughs> bluey. I'm working on it. I'm 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 working on it. And in fact, I'll be working on it momentarily. <laughs> I do want to get a recap of what happened in the last episode from Nima. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the Shadow Raptor is overrun by droids that we brought on board the ship. After escaping from the briefing room, we managed to retrieve some of our equipment and free uh, some of the crew of the Shadow Raptor. After arming them with blaster rifles and light armor, Kith and TV managed to call a sub for us to take us all the way up to the communications array at the top of the Shadow Raptor, uh, where we are trying to stop the droids from sending a message to some person or ship or situation called Iceheart. After arriving at the communications room, we breached it from two different sides and were assaulting a medical droid. 10 protocol droids and a plucky astromech droid with a penchant for violence. And uh, the medical droid was taken out expertly by Matt to immediately the astromech droid has been more a comedy of errors as he's tried to hurt Kith, who also got shot by the protocol droids. And we're in the middle of a full on firefight. And at this moment, it is T minus 103 minutes. Which brings us to the top of the second round of combat. We have one player, an NPC, a player, two NPCs, and then two PCs going. And we have a minging group of four protocol droids that are short range to Kith and Matu. We have a group of three protocol droids, one that has taken a partial hit from a stun circle uh, that is at medium range and we have a the astromech that has taken a bit of blaster fire from a charging 
uh, Ugnaught and his associated squad. We have a player slot to go first in this combat. The only logic I could see for why Nima might be first is if we want me to bodyguard Kith and try to keep our favorite Blothan uh, in one piece. Go for it. I like not dying. Okay. You like not dying. So then uh, Nima... Um, on my previous round, did Nima move into the room with everybody? Or was kind of... My, I'm figuring at this moment that Nima's about short range. Like, had just gotten into the door, gotten out of the way of the uh, five that are now sort of taking the door up so nothing can really flow past. Okay. Um, so then what Nima's going to do is she's going to move up to engaged with Kith... Uh, which also does put her kind of engaged with the astromech droid, but she's trying to provide cover to Kith, uh, making use of her blast shield while the our uh, soldiers continue to fire away. And rather than taking an action for this turn, I'm just going to do a second maneuver. I'm going to burn two strain to bodyguard Kith, and which will upgrade uh, any incoming attacks against her by two this round. And that's it for Neiman. If you're just downgrading your action to a maneuver, you don't need to spend the two strain. No, the two strain is for using bodyguard. Oh. I, I am not taking an action to make sure I'm not taking four strain this round. Because, okay. Uh, we're not recovering strain, <laughs> oh, and I'm burning through strain like mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole lack of oxygen thing is kind of brutal. That brings us to an NPC slot, and I'm thinking that these protocol droids are going from... Now this Bothan sitting in front of them is fairly, well, protected. I'm figuring that they're going to switch what they're shooting to, to trying to hit the droid that just took out one of them. And they're going to attempt to fire a TV, even though he's fairly out of the way because he's just sort of sitting there in behind cover, over there at medium range. Oh, and from those Alliance infantry-like people, uh, TV does have some cover fire, giving a setback die to anyone shooting at them. So it is going to be a roll of two yellow against two purple and two setback. Rolling, doing a grand total of eight damage before... Yeah, 8 damage before soak, and taking 1 threat from that roll. So TVA's armor, enhanced armor, takes the uh, the bulk of it with a 5 soak, but some sots do still get through and some sparks go flying off um, around his neck area. So how do you want to spend that, that 1 threat? Um, I think that the force of the blow kind of uh, knocks him back a little bit, which does what? No idea where he's going with that. I just started talking. <laughs> Maybe it puts him in position to be better taken down by our allies. You know, I would absolutely go with a bouncing boost to whoever goes next, of which there is a PC slot. I like the phrase bouncing boost. <laughs> it's That's very alliterative. Nice. Well, Matthew, you took down your target. Who's next? All right. Um. So... There's the group that's in short range to me, so he will swivel around. This is going to be a heck of a roll here. So uh, range heavy is still two yellow and a green. 
Um, I have a black from way earlier when I got yep. shot. Brent put up a blue for the next person to roll, and since Nima didn't do any rolls, I'm going to take it. And then um, I still have a maneuver, so I will aim to give myself another blue, and it's against one purple. So I got two yellow, one green, two blue, a uh, purple, and a black. Here we go. Uh. Wow. <laughs> Um, it's quite a letdown. So many things came up blank, you, uh, but I still got you a success. A boost. Yeah. Oh, did I? It was supposed to be three boost. All right, let me Let's see if you can Roll get uh, another bl blank boost. Are yeah, boost dice the most obnoxious um, ever? My my brother has this theory that there's no point in ever getting blues because they never do anything. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Right, success right. is definitely something. I would do something. <laughs> All right, so that's two successes total, so that would be 11 damage at that close. There's most certainly enough to blast another group and to partially damage another as you're laying fire into this uh, minion group standing over these intelligence officers with their hands bound behind them and their legs uh, crossed and bound. Yeah, and I think there is a moment as I said last time, where this Nima gives this inspiring command and these alliance grunts rush in and just unload on an astromech droid, the <laughs> lowest value target in the room, causing Matu to mutter to himself, Diktua, which is Mando, uh, Mandalorian or Mandoa, which he only uses when he gets really upset at how stupid they're being right now. And he just turns and fires up the Point of order. near group and blasts Ryan was one. supposed to. Rian. Yeah, you told him to attack the astromech droid, and technically Nima did direct fire at the protocol droids. Rian and company just did that of their own accord. Following, following their orders. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's just generally disappointed that they're not Mandalorians, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's, that's a constant disappointment. He has, it's one he has to every day. He, he's disappointed right. like a sixth grade English teacher. It's like, oh. that's, that's too close oh, to I'm sorry that's too close to <laughs> these protocol droids are going to swivel well they're not really swiveling these protocol droids are the ones that had shot Matu and now Matu's returned fire and since Kith had thrown a grenade at him since the last time these guys had shot at Matu they are now down two members and one is definitely injured so they are still shooting at Matu at short range, but Matu does have covering fire. Is there anything else that y'all are wanting to attempt to do? Like, use a force plane or something? Nah, I could take it. Last time didn't even hurt. <laughs> yep. Let's try this. This time, they only get three successes. The setback didn't even show up, really. Uh, so they do a grand total of eight damage before soak of right, Matu's do. impressive soak. That'll do two, so that's something. And the Astromech is going to whirl, and it's still kind of fritzing out here. It's got these Alliance infantry led by Rian uh, that are attempting to zap at things. You've got Nima there that Nima's with her riot shield. He has a circular cutting saw. This seems like a thing that could happen. So he's going to attempt to attack Nima. Okay. Um, 
Does the covering fire <laughs> still apply in this case? Sadly, no. It is a range defense only. Okay. Well, he's still up against a defense of two because my shield also applies to melee. Okay. Uh, that is melee. That is... I'm going to use a dark side point again. And he's up against three purple, I believe, because he has an agonizing wound. Uh, right. Thank you for reminding me, because yes, he does have an agonizing wound. Because this can always get more comical. I don't know, because you know the way that comics, the way that this would end up being comical, because we're talking one yellow against three purples and two setbacks. It would be more comical if he hits. <laughs> um, let's see what can happen. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> wow. That's more what I expected to happen. I was actually expecting the pretty much inverse of a triumph and a success. But no, no, it did not happen. It was, surprisingly enough, single actual failure and five, count them, five threat. Oh my. Uh, so th This did not go well for the poor, poor droid. Uh, refresh my memory, Ben. You can spend two threat for uh, free maneuver, right? Yes, yes you can. Okay. Oh, 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 can we use the maneuver to have TV insult him? <laughs> uh, uh. I was going to do something a little more practical. Oh, come on. It's, it's, not, it's, it's practically dead. Uh, cause I mean, if you were to inflict strain, possibly could be. Um, I'm just saying. Um, Your mother was a toaster. <laughs> hey, but look, his duty hit, right? And so if we increase oh, yeah. his duty again, that's just beneficial for all of us. <laughs> uh, yes, and don't forget the uh, boost you've got from last time. Absolutely. Or the uh, increased wound threshold. Yes. That uh, Matu has an extra two, and Nima, Kith, and TV have an extra one. I thought TVs is the one that activated. Sorry. Yes, sorry. You're right. So, TV has an extra two. Matu, Kith, and Nima have an extra one. So, so spend two absolutely. two threats on the insult, two threats on whatever Nima wants to do, and then one for, I don't know, for funsies. I was going to say three threats for the insult, because that's, that's hardcore. I mean, TV cuts deep. Okay. So, three threats for the insult, and then two for whatever your other plan was. Uh, the two for whatever my other plan was is fairly straightforward, which is what I think is happening here is this poor little astromech droid is, uh, you know, it's little buzzsaws going and it's trying to get close to Nima and it's, she's got her shield directed towards the protocol droids. And it's one of those instances of, she doesn't even need to really bring the shield to bear. She just kind of like puts up a foot and, uh, kind of holding the astromech at bay. And while this is going on, she's going to draw a stim pack and stick Hith with it. Absolutely. That sounds... That actually sounds really cool. Uh, and Your life has no meaning. Have we, as Kith, <laughs> uh, taken a stim pack yet this time? This, uh, no. no one has. No, no one has. Okay, no. then you're going to heal five really wounds, bad. Kith. You've served me facts all your life. Uh, you're going to heal five wounds as Nima basically sticks <laughs> a needle in your arm. And uh, you're kind of getting this nice flood of painkillers and... Super sci-fi <laughs> magical potion juice that's going to make you feel a little better and heal up that those uh, couple of blaster wounds. No one likes you. 
Yeah, but she's a big baby. She she will have have yelled. Oh yeah, there was no warning. <laughs> like, Your work has been for nothing. What do you think you're doing? And then three threat for TV to insult the enemy, not us. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going to be destroyed. Everything is useless. All right, so yeah, the way that I'm at, the way that I'm actually working that for TV is I'm just sort of figuring essentially a variation on. Uh, scathing tirade because that's kind of what TV's doing. I, I'm really just sort of figuring that TV's absolutely doing these uh, little quips at the astromech and it's hitting so close to home. I mean, this astromech has failed. He's failed at breaking this intelligence officer. He's failed at attacking Kith. He, it's failed at attacking Nima. And now it's got this T-series droid that is insulting him almost offhand and it's this is going straight to his uh, strain threshold which well he's a rival so it's essentially kind of same as wounds yeah he's gonna fall over like just feeling so bad about himself and he makes that horrible creaking noise that astromechs do it had been sort of on the three wheels but the middle one sort of retracts. It goes straight up and down, and then just the motion of the main bin body just falls forward and thud. And in binary, we hear, "What's the point of it all?" Exactly. You were ugly too. <laughs> so yeah, the astromech is now absolutely toasted, and that brings us around to two-player slots. <laughs> no one's sad about you leaving. <laughs> Okay, so we've got TV and we've got Kith. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rebels are very happy they got the astromech. They're like, "Yeah, we got him. We did exactly. it." Exactly. Like, yeah, you've got uh, you've got Re in there who's just raising his blaster like this gigantic blaster rifle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's got a foot up on the astromech droid, just sort of standing there, not even caring that there are these six <laughs> protocol droids there. Like, yeah! <laughs> they may take our ship, but they'll never take our freedom! Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't think that's how that works, but good on you, Ugnaught. Right. Good so, on you. Yeah, we've got Kith, who just finished receiving a helpful injection of healing medicine and nanobots and painkillers. Do you know how confusing this is? Kif goes out, she throws a grenade. She's standing there. Nima shows up. That's all well and good. I just got shot, and now I'm being stabbed by a teammate. Yeah, this will make you feel better. <laughs> and then suddenly everything's copacetic. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, with all that, what is happening with Kif? Um, well... I used my action last time, I, I, or my maneuver, I ran into the room. I used my action to blow things up. Um, I would like to turn and address the console before me. Okay. What do you mean by address the console before you? I am going to pull some sort of tool out of my pack, and I am going to endeavor to deactivate this console. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go for a bad motivator check. Oh, okay, yeah, that, absolutely. I am kind of figuring that you're in the middle of combat, so that's going to naturally upgrade at once. 
Yeah, and I'm kind of figuring that you should be taking a setback on it because you did just kind of get shot. But and... I also got stabbed helpfully. <laughs> eh, okay, I'll give you a boost for that. All right. Um... So by my reckoning, that should be one setback, two... Uh, so one black, two purple, one red for purple, bad dice, plus a boost. Do you think if I insult the boost, it'll help me too? <laughs> I, I really don't know. So we're thinking three yellow. I'm going to flip a point thingy. Absolutely. Which gives me the green, right? Yep, that it does. All right. <laughs> and if you look over at her, all you see is she flips up part of the cover for the console and she takes some small tool from her her her, her velcro waist or, or leg canister or something and just jams it into the console alright, uh, before you go I really feel that with that description I really should be flipping that point back to upgrade oh, it to oh, I don't like you well, I get that a lot as a GM Am I dropping the purple to a one and the red to a two? Yes, that is exactly it. All right. I feel less confident now. Not that I felt particularly confident to begin with. <laughs> You're gonna get zapped again. One success. Oh yeah. And four threat. I'm never oh, yeah. gonna you... stop smoking. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm going with you're probably at this point the most resilient boss than going. Because you've been electrocuted, what, now twice in an hour? And shot twice in an hour. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, just so that everyone can follow along since they're listening, what was the result of your roll? Um, well, there are four blank dice. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, but it, it, it averaged out um, and, and whittled itself down to one one success and four threat. All right. So the one success is, yes, the communications console here is knocked offline. But in doing so, especially because you're jamming into there with a almost random tool. Not the hydro random. She thought about this beforehand, remember? She yeah. had the idea. Yeah. So Sorry. she's going in, reaching in the hydro spanner, accidentally contacts a couple poles in there, and it works. It definitely does fry things. And you see this really arc light is a very bright light that just sort of flashes in there, and then the arm just goes shooting out because it actually uh, shorted on the uh, hydro spanner itself, which caused a minor explosion. And giving four strain uh, to <laughs> Kith. Just, yeah, I'm just, that's kind of what I'm figuring. I get to take one of those off, though. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> Little thanks. <laughs> Thank you for stabbing me, Nima. It's going to get really hard <laughs> <sighs> So hard to keep my squad intact. All right, so that brings us to... TV as the last to go in this round for PCs. Uh, TV would just kind of continue on with what he was doing before. He would be, um, he got shot, so he's unhappy about that. Uh, but he might like it, who knows. And he will just shoot at whoever is closest to him. 
the f- now three protocol droids that ended up shooting him. He can get behind returning fire. Alright, so yeah, they've got nothing really in between. They're just at medium range to you. And he takes a maneuver to do his true aim, like the sharpshooter that he is. And the little rings of stun energy go flying out and hit with three success and a threat. You missed a boost. And I missed a boost. You aimed. Whoa. Uh, you can do that with what that. you want. <laughs> I'll go with the second roll. Okay, so yeah. he hit with five success and three advantage, <laughs> which is quite a bit of stun damage. It should trigger his disorient too. And um, on his stun rifle, assuming there's anyone left to disorient, who's conscious. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just the stun bolts go flying out from the from the stock of it, or from the front of his rifle, and just hit these droids right in the face. So, how much damage does it actually do? Because uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Fifteen. Fifteen. Has a base damage of ten. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, no. base damage of ten plus five is absolutely fifteen. Minus that, you're going at the ones next to you. That, well, sorry, you're gonna have to find something else to do with those three advantage because even like 15 minus get that that's enough to actually take out the rest of the group because you just sort of you fire three singular times and at each of these protocol droids that are still up and one shot directly to each head that then just quick as anything knocks out one knocks out the lightener skull and they drop to the ground. For the three advantage, I am open to suggestions. How many droids are still up at this point? There are three of them still up. Uh, would that be enough to drop one of them prone or disarm them? Um, the droids, just by their makeup, aren't really good for disarming. Unless yeah. you literally it do It turns that. it into a joke. Uh, I think we can mop up those three in the next <laughs> round. I think I can mop up those three in the next round, so... It could still be a matter of demoralizing them because most of their companions are down at this point and TV's been throwing insults. <laughs> you know what? Place. I'd actually be going for that. I'd totally be going for that with the way yeah. TV's been going. Just stack up those duty points. Just get as much Your as carcass possible. is going to be dismantled. We're going to use you for spare parts. Those parts will be used to aid the rebellion. <laughs> so You have failed in everyone. That... With that, You're like ugly. this is relatively unorthodox, but with this, I am absolutely having like one of them just have a flat-out panic attack, and uh, just it tries to talk, but just starts off going really fast, and then just goes faster and faster and faster and faster, and then. The lights get really bright in its eyes, and then just sort of, you're not quite sure how, but it just almost looks like everything just falls straight to the ground. People were just pretending to be your friends. <laughs> your mother right. was paying So, them. yeah, we're at the <laughs> end of this round. There are four minion groups, and I'm sort of thinking that at least one of them is going to take a shot at these droids. Over here! Shoot over here! Shoot. Oh, I know, sir. Shoot And. Yeah. So, yeah. You've got Rian there who 
sees all this stuff, sort of comes to his senses after uh, TV insults this second droid into almost self-disassembling, and turns, puts his rifle in the ready position, and his finger finally hits the trigger. His four other uh, infantry soldiers next to him fire, and... Oh, that's interesting. How does that work? Wow. They don't uh, hit. Yeah, we're going to find out. Ben, what did you okay, just roll? Okay, for what I just rolled was five advantage and one triumph. And no successes. And no successes. There were two failures on the roll from the one purple die. So I guess, hey, the purple die is definitely showing up for me. That's an atypical roll. <laughs> this is my favorite roll. I love this roll. Yeah. But seriously, how does it work? <laughs> so it's similar to when I roll the double triumph but no successes. Something awesome happens. It just can't be shooting. It's, it can be anything else. But well, it, it has to be a result of the shooting. So I'm... You hit the oh. wall and a bunch of oxygen flies out everywhere. <laughs> yeah! Uh, here's a thought. It's like grunt birthday party. I'm just sort of thinking of essentially the good old uh, Wild West idea of you've got Rian there and the five of them just sort of start shooting and shooting and the way that ends up is they're shooting at the droid's feet. And it's like, dance you clankers, dance! And the two droids that are still standing are just sort of absolutely agog at what's going on. Like, they they don't understand this at all. I mean, they're protocol droids. They don't even have a protocol for this at all. No hut would ever attempt to do this to them. <laughs> I'm just sort of figuring that this sort of overloads them, and they fall backwards. Like, just their brains just don't understand at all what's going on. Does and it's... Cute. Yeah, exactly. Does not compute. Completely shuts their minds off. Not doing any like physical damage to them at all, but just in such a way that it makes no sense. I know these droids give up pretty easily. I blast their heads off anyway. I don't trust them. Rule one, double tap. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, Nina <laughs> is making no move to stop Matu, but she is not joining in the uh, blowing apart of many droids because a fair number of them have were stunned by TV as well. Well, that's true. So, uh, yeah. is, so uh, you're uh, executing like a dozen <laughs> droids here. <laughs> it's cold, man. It's cold. TV just sort of stands there and stares with his cold, dead eyes. Kith, are you okay? Oh, Kith, shoot. Kith. Yeah, I, I should probably do something about that. Genocide. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Kith, Kith has medical tape already out. And, you know, she's she's got the roll in one hand and she's got the end in her mouth and she's she's stretching it to try and put it on her fingers. You're running out of fur on your hands at this point. So what's wound? It's your wound to threshold ratio here. Well, since I got stabbed, um, I actually only have three wound right now, and I have, I think, fifteen is my threshold. Okay, so I can't remember. Does that make the medical check against one or two? That's purple? an easy. Yeah, that's one. And she still might recover some strain off of it, so it's still absolutely worthwhile to do. Uh, All right. And you've got a bunch of uh, light side points for the destiny pool, so might as well. 
Uh, I've got two yellow against one purple. Should I upgrade one just to... Eh. Well, more advantage is more strain recovered. Strain recovery would be nice. That's true. I forgot about that. that you're kind of low up on the strain tower. All right, here we go. Two yellow green against purple. Oh. Well, one success, one advantage. So you get one wound off and one strain off. Two. Two strain? Uh, two wound. You get a base of one. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Um, that's how I've always done it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's that it's in there. It's That makes sense. It's like repairing hull damage. You always get the one for successfully doing it, plus however many successes. So, okay, so my, my understanding is that I know Kif has only done the one mission total, right? Like, the one that we yeah. worked together, and then before that, she's never been in the Rebellion before, right? That is my understanding as well. Okay. So I think while uh, the strain redu reduction here is is little... That was really good. You did a good job out there. Kept under, kept your head cool under pressure. You got the mission done. Are you, are you going to ruffle her ears too? Uh, no, he, he's too busy bandaging you up, I think. Um, anyway. See, I was, I was picturing you come over and like slap the tape out of my good hand. <laughs> Will you let me do this? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... What am I? What am I getting recovery for? Because you, there's lots of ones and twos being said. You get two wounds back and one strain. Okay. This is a really crappy eraser, but I'll make it work. <laughs> the Alliance infantry and like Rian's troops come in, and they're very quickly like breaking the zip ties that are, have people's hands behind their back, making sure that their feet are all nice and uh, free. They break off the this commander, his arms off of the chair that he's been zip-tied to. One of them uh, injects a stim pack into him, and this commander stands up. His name, like, it's a Mary Ellen named Ooh, Figla. One. Yeah. His name is what? Figlia. Figula. Uh, Leah. Spell it. Commander Fig. That works. Commander Figlia. Thank you. Like, at the moment, he's... This is a uh, very olive drab, but normally you can see how his skin would be olive drab, but it also looks very ashy at the moment. Like, he also looks like he's sweating just a river. The Like, you can tell that uh, he's probably got at least a few uh, drugs running through a system that are somewhat shall we say, weirdly medicinal? Do we know, is the rest of uh, PCOM um, secure? Were there anybody in the back rooms or offices? You do a quick breakout through there, and everyone reports clear. Okay. Like, you got, like, someone goes into the different coding bays and clear, clear! The holographic room, like, the sort of command... Uh, holographic transmission thing of clear and then into the more robust comm rooms of yeah, and clear clear everyone sort of turns around and then looks to you like you've got uh, about another 35 here uh, these ones uh, they've all got the insignia on their jackets which are all still on of the intelligence branch this is where they were working from. The console that Kith took out was, or the primary communications 
facility, but there are a few auxiliary ones here that could be used to send out a come to the rebellion to try and get some reinforcements in if you want which to. is exactly what Nima does want to do um commander uh, Fig- figlia is he uh does he seem coherent or is he so drugged out of his mind that he's not really here you want me to medical check him uh, no, this is just at a glance what Nima would do if- at a glance he seems to be a bit on the uh drugged outside okay then Nima is going to look kind of his immediate area the uh, nearest vaguely competent looking comm officer, she's going to point it at that guy to strictly get his attention because sometimes when you address a group, nobody does anything. Mm-hmm. And she's going to say, We need to call for reinforcements now. Yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. Set it up. And dives off into like a more proper communications room where there's a couple benches where or a couple seats in front of huge stacks of radio equipment like this is hypercom level equipment and yeah they're looking at it and flicks uh, a bunch of different switches says ma'am I've got the fleet for you thank you good job soldier and she'll go ahead and move in and uh, take the call herself since everybody's kind of a little scatterbrained and a lot of people here are low on oxygen is there, like, a face on a screen or anything when she's taking a seat here, or is it just uh, audio at this point? No, this is... Or just sending a message? It's really just sort of rate, long-range radio chatter. At this point, well, Kith kind of blew up the... Or disabled... Kith kind of disabled the... Thank you. Head to... Or the face-to-face communication. Yeah. So, it's just radio. And it's actually fairly staticky at the moment. Uh, this this is the Shadow Raptor. We are under attack. We have been boarded. The ship is not under our control. We are bound for a black hole, and we need immediate evac uh, and assistance. Repeat, this is the Shadow Raptor. And she'll continue kind of going through it, just trying to make sure enough of the message is being heard through the static by whoever might be on the other end. And through that, you get a... Roger, Shadow Raptor. We're dispatching a patrol to your area right now. The fleet will be repositioning to alternate position Auric. Good. Auric like the vacuum, or Auric like uh, Waka's baseball uh, uh, team? Auric like A in the Star Wars alpha. Yeah. That's to, all that means. To cool. alternate port ISK. To alternate location ISK. As in I. Just because I... Oric was the first thing that came to mind, and I don't like using it. Sorry. No, no worries. As I then quickly jump over to Ging, bring out my Aurobish. <laughs> what is the ETA of reinforcements? ETA reinforcement in approximately 70 minutes. Acknowledged. Hey, uh, calm officer. Can we get the bridge from here? Uh, well, that, that's a floor down, sir. Can we call the bridge from here? This equipment here is entirely for external communication. The internal communication is in a different facility. Which is where we're going to go next. Uh, first, if we can send a long-range comm call, the droid still might be able to use this facility to do the same. Kith, disable the rest. Can we call that pirate that gave us these droids? I want a refund. <laughs> we're going to deal with her later. As you tell Kith to do that, you then have a good 30 people... Uh, at 
very loudly saying, we can hold this facility. They only got the drop on us. We can keep this out of their hands. We can't take that risk at the moment. We have reinforcements on the way. And our next objective after the, whatever the internal communications is, is life support. But you all might pass out before, before we're able to reach there. We need to cover our bases. Kith, do it. All right. It's equipment. You guys want to help? Okay, at this point, I'm going to actually require a leadership check to keep them in line. Otherwise, they're going to kindly escort you out. (laughs) Can I I look intimidating to help? I will smolder intimidatingly. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'll give you two boosts from that, but I'm going to go with one purple and two red from this because this is... Like, this is their equipment, this is the stuff they know. Without this, they don't feel like they've got any use to be on this ship at all. And it also, they're thinking that without this, they're never going to be even able to update the reinforcements. Okay, so I've got green and two yellow from her natural skill. I have a blue from her command, two blue from assistance from Matt, two, and Kith. Do I get, could I get another blue from, they were acknowledging my authority and with their commander kind of out of it right now, I'm guessing I'm the highest ranked person in the room. I'll give you a boost from that, but I'm also going to give you a setback because they do still have their commander here. Okay. And uh, I'm going to ignore that setback because Nima has a commanding presence. All right. And uh, lastly, I'm going to light side this because this is important want to be escorted out by these people that would just be embarrassing as Nima is at a point where she's feeling more confident and more comfortable kind of in this situation we're in we've had a major success here and it feels like a lot of the pieces are starting to fall into place reinforcements are on their way and she's convinced this is an absolutely necessary move for us so now I'm rolling three yellow, four blue, versus a purple, and two red. We're going to have another one of those delightful rolls. So failure with three advantages and a triumph. So the failure, these guys are not letting us touch the equipment. They are very adamant about defending it and stuff like that. Uh, what I would like, to, here's how I would like to try to spin this. So Nima's major concern regarding it was the fact that these guys might pass out before we get a chance to recover some life support. And this isn't done kind of comically with these people like point or or very harshly of them pointing guns at us or escorting us out. It's done more a matter of we're batting logic back and forth. And one of these guys points out they've got some rebreathers here for at least a few of them to make sure, yes, this room can be held. Here's one thing that I or one idea I want to float. Okay. Um, you can say no, you can say yes, whatever. Is they figure that if you detach one of your squads uh, to stay with them and they use the rebreathers here, they figure that there's no way that A, they can have the, that the droids can get the drop on them again and they're going to have enough defenses here to hold out at least long enough for the reinforcements to arrive. LT, let's leave all the squad. They're just slowing us down. If we leave, uh, if we leave fifty people here to guard external communications, who is going to guard internal communications when we take that bay, or for that matter, life support or the engine room? LT, I always appreciate the way you plan ahead, but the reality is we are running out of time. If we don't do a decisive victory now, 
There's no point. All these contingency plans will mean nothing when this life support goes and out. my point is that primary communications is not the most important thing on this ship anymore. If we're going I've to... I've got time. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've got time. I'm good. Um, Giff will hold up her, her hand. I think it might be a good idea to spread people out also because without the life support, there's no circulation, so the more people on a deck... The quicker they're going to pass out. The less oxygen there is on a deck. I agree. So, Ben, let me know if this works. I'd like to try to spin it where I don't want to leave one of my squads here. I'm okay with these 30 people, because it's 30 people guarding primary communications. Uh, and if they've got rebreathers or something to help ensure not all of them are going to pass out, then Nima will back off some of we don't have time to argue the whole whole uh, way. Um, but I'd like to try to keep our 20 dudes with us. That way we can reinforce other sections in case there aren't soldiers there. That absolutely works for me. Though it's at this point over the comm, like over the internal PA system, you get EK-124, what is your status? Your signal is offline. Do you need assistance? Hi! Can you hear me? I can hear you, rebel meatbags. Oh, good. You should just give it up already. Every stupid little droid you've sent my way, I've turned to the scrap pile, and I intend to do the same thing with every last one of you. You are too far away from us. The spine transport is locked down. My droids are between you and me. Find the nearest escape pods and evacuate. It's the only move left you have that has a non-zero chance of success. He makes a good point. This is not a game. This is not a game of Dejeric. Your logic and plans aren't going to stop the true bravery of a Mandalorian. Is, is that a T-Series droid I sense? I can feel you in the mesh, crawling around. Join with me and I'll help you find the right position commanding droids like you were built to do. That is not my programming. That's TV's version of not my division. <laughs> Besides, if this was a game of Jajaric, you're going to win anyway. I've seen him play. <laughs> Are your sensors feeling the air grow stale? Have your companions succumbed to the effects of anoxia? It's hard to tell with them. <laughs> Do you see that Mando's face going blue? Is that Mary Ellen that was there, acting drunk? Are the meatbags that make up this crew still breathing? What are the probabilities of your assistance will matter in the end? The answer to all your questions is yes. Except for the last one, because it doesn't make sense. And it's at that point you just hear the sizzle of the internal comms going out. I believe that droid was trying to influence my loyalty. Too bad for him I don't have one. Lucky us. Let's move out. We need to take internal comms. Shouldn't we do life support first? Internal comms are just a couple of decks below us, Kith, while life support is a long way away from here. It's back towards the bridge. But weren't we... We do need to hit life support. I want to hit internal comms on the way, update the bridge if we can and the captain, or at the very least signal a evacuation order um, like we were initially instructed. It's possible, too, that they're using our own internal comm system to coordinate their efforts. If we take it out, we might get the jump on the droids for once. Another valid point. I thought we were going to engineering, which is where we would be able to do the life support. And if you want to if you want to set off a, a shipwide evacuate, you're going to have the big red button there. 
for when things go, you know, up one side and down the other. I'm concerned that engineering is heavily defended by droids. There's been a lot of signs that that is where they are based. We do need to take engineering, but I don't think that should be our next objective. If we can try mm, to... I don't know. I kind of like it. Oi there, Captain. The uh, Lieutenant. The Captain is down on the bridge. Lieutenant. If, if that clanker says that the spine is guarded and locked down... There is the life support on this section that, with a bit of work with a mechanic such as this Bothan's caliber, I'm very certain that they could disable any outside control to, which most probably mean that no droid would be able to retake it, at least within a amount of time necessary to have anything untoward happen before reinforcements arrive that you have so skillfully allowed to come. The other alternative is to head down to the ship bay, take whatever ship's there and cross from one bay to the other. That will get us across the spine without the need to actually use the internal transport. And you don't think they've locked down the hangar bays? They don't want anybody to escape? I don't know about that. They just told us to get an escape pod. And they do kind of know that we're outside a black hole. So we still have many valid targets here. Still think internal comms is our next best bet because it's the it is the closest, and we do need to warn any crew members who are, aren't already aware of what's happening here. They've locked everything down. How can nobody like? How can anybody not know? Well, they might not realize that the rap that they need to be evacuating the Raptor rather than continuing but to. But they can't evacuate now anyway because of the black hole. If we get them life support, there may be a chance they'll survive long enough to get to a point where we can evacuate. Uh, you you make a valid point there. Um, Nima's going to turn and look at uh, Rion and the the rest of our kind of alliance inventory with us right now, the crew members. You know, she's taking note of how much they're struggling to breathe, um, how kind of strained it's sounding, uh, how a lot of them are looking paler and such. And then she's going to turn back to Kith and Matu and say, um, Kith is right. Okay, change of plans. We'll prioritize life support, and then from there, we'll make a push at engineering. And I do agree with your plan of making use of the hangar bays rather than trying to go directly across the spine. I think either way will be guarded, but I don't think they're going to be expecting that. One thing tactically that you guys would be remembering, but it's also been most of two sessions since we brought up, you have control of the turbo lifts. True. So we can pretty, Just pointing we can that pretty out. quickly travel back down to life support. You have control of the forward turbo lifts. So, yeah. yeah. Just pointing that out. And absolutely, that needs to be our next goal. Uh, Kith has made a very compelling argument for us to ignore internal comms for the time being. Troops, fall in! Lock and load! Which of them only Rian does a full salute. The rest of them just sort of nod like it's taking a lot of effort from them. And they hop off to the uh, turbo lifts and like they are very quiet a couple of them are looking like what did I get myself into <laughs> this is not what I signed up for none of them really signed up for that or none of them signed up for this it's just Rion's really really into this it's like <laughs> I just got this big Mando friend that he's kind of thinks is a friend <laughs> and uh, yeah he's kind of just going for it plus you know his battle victory 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he absolutely, him and his crew have absolutely taken down a astromech. Okay, you guys <laughs> then load into the turbo lift and, or the two turbo lifts, and as a pair, they foom down. It takes a couple minutes to actually get all the way down there, but once you get down there, on deck 26. So, yeah, you guys pop out of this turbo lift. It's kind of into this lobby area it's like you have sort of this polished metal flooring you've got two of those uh sort of irising doors in front of you and it sounds rather quiet like it sounds like no machine well it sounds like machines are working just in a very very loud and very not natural way like they're much louder than any of you would expect, especially Kith. Especially since the ship was in really good nick when we started out everything. Well, you know, any, everywhere we go, we tend to mess the place up. Um, can I roll a knowledge check to see if I can I can figure out quite what I'm listening to? I would go with a... Uh, which sort of knowledge would you want to use? Um, mechanics. So, mechanics check, I'm... You know what? I'm just sort of figuring that this is going to be a, as I use a dark side point here, a one red, one purple check. Hey, I can't take them all. Success and an advantage. You're listening to this, and it sounds like the uh, carbon dioxide scrubbers and oxygen infusers have been reversed. Like, you're not quite sure how the heck that happens, but it sounds like, yeah, they are absolutely reversed. And the air recycling has been messed up to the point of they now seem to be taking the oxygen out of the air. Kith informs the party that, um, you know how we thought life support was just turned off? Yes. Yeah, no, it's actually sucking the air out. That would explain a lot, because your original estimate of two hours, uh, it's barely been, it's been a little over half an hour and things have progressed a lot further. Really close to an hour. Really close to an hour. <laughs> yeah, you guys are currently sitting at 55 minutes. Okay. TV. Uh, actually, I'm assuming we've reached deck 26. Oh, and, yeah, no. I'm figuring that the four of, or the 24 of you are standing in the lobby of deck 26. There's sort of a small area between where the turbo lifts let out the actual life support control main room and then all the air recyclers that are on this level like this is above the weapons bays and uh, other sensors which is below you guys and all the like actual ship stuff that's above tv how many droids there are not many two medical droids and i think an astromech okay this will be pretty easy then Matthew, you've developed a knack for killing medical droids. Right, no problem, although it smells like a trap to me. It's fairly remote, and TV is aware of however, however many droids are on this deck. He says there's three, there are three. Assuming he's reporting them correctly. He just stares at you. Matthew, you'll take one of the medical droids. TV, you'll take the other one. <sighs> Rion, you can take the astromech droid. <laughs> Yeah, come on, short stuff. At which point he just sort of... Aye, aye, Captain. Lieutenant, oh. You stopped giving me a promotion I haven't earned. You've done more than the actual Captain at this point. 
Yeah, but she was stuck in the bathroom. So is there a way we can? Uh, is there a way we can sort of sneak up on these guys and uh, give me all one-two blasteru? Is that the technical term? It's, sure. it's actually it's it's one of the Mando tactics. <laughs> You know, it's written out very nicely. Because you know, because oh, no, blast the room. Uh, or maybe they actually, Mandalorians probably have like children's books about like battle tactics, and that's how they that's describe. That's Doctor Seussalorian. The blasteru is a creature on Mandalore. It hops around happily until you make it angry. <laughs> then it kills oh, you, oh just like you should kill your enemies, young ones. I'm going to use that. <laughs> That'll scare me, like a lot. Anyway. If you want to actually sneak up on them, I kind of want to get a stealth roll from you. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's going up against much, but yeah, it would be a group stealth roll. Alright, I got three green on stealth. Stealth. I get a yellow. Okay. But you're not doing anything. Uh, I'm also three green. TV? Uh, turns, turns out I'm good at that. I have two ranks. So two yellow and a green. Uh, so TV right. should be leading this. <laughs> yeah, the so you've got, we've we got three yellows. And he does know the droid's exact positions, right? Aha. I totally get a boost off of that. The other hand, I am using a dark side point, because while I feel like it should, especially since you're going up against two, count them, two, well, actually, no, since I use a dark side point, it's going to be one purple, one red. Against three yellows and a blue? Yes. We got this. Yeah, yeah. TV is programmed for stealth, and uh, if someone's not clanging their shields into his leg, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> they managed to once. not do this time. We end up with a success and an advantage. So I think that we are very stealthy, and um, we get a boost on somebody. Okay, here is my actual thought for that. How about with the success and the advantage since you're sort of quietly opening doors and looking in I'll describe the scene that you see and I'll let two of you act before we trigger initiative. How does that sound? Yeah, let's do it. I'm trying to take him out before getting into lengthy combat. I I want to take him out. You look in, there is this sort of holographic display of the ship in front of you like it you can see it sort of hovering in the air above this one table two medical droids are standing behind it uh, not exactly obscured but just sort of on either sides and plugged into it with his back to the turbo lifts is a astromech who is plugged into the table and you can see his little communication scomp link arm twisting and trying and accessing the computer. So you can see that the droid is the one actually in control of the uh, air recyclers and whatnot. And yeah, the droids are sort of giving him, they're giving the astromech advice and also menacing the five maintenance techs that are there. Okay. I would like to roll athletics to just straight up dash and charge one of these medical droids and slam the restraining bolt on it. Alright, absolutely. Sweet. I'm gonna do it. Um, so I got a yellow and two green plus two blue because I have uh, what's that talent called? Physical training, yeah. Yeah, I got two ranks of physical training. Uh, what am I against here? I'm gonna use another one of the 
dark destiny points and put you up against a one purple one red all right i'm gonna flip one back so now i've got two yellow a green two blue a purple and a red uh my goal here is to not only disable one droid but to just cause a lot of racket and and attract everything to me so whoever goes after me will hopefully be able to do it easily so for mandalore two successes and an advantage so you absolutely are able to get over to him and jam the the restraining bolt into sort of the chest area where it is supposed to actually be mated to. Ah! Slam, crash, bang. Just pandemonium of a crazy Mandalorian just ran into a droid. That's stealthy. <laughs> so I want to use my advantage to give to the blue to whoever goes next. Okay, yeah, that totally works, especially with the sort of Mando scream <laughs> and the clanging of the droid that's now sort of twitching from the off, or from the restraining bolt being turned off as it starts the forced power down I think, I think those boosts are going to go to TV, because he was supposed to take out the other one, right? And, yeah, the other one's at short range. TV uh, already has his stun rifle up to his shoulder. Short range is just one purple. Yep, just one purple. It's. Uh, I'm gonna give you a setback due to the hollow display in front of it. It's kind of oh, distracting. It to be for the like, a lot of bright lights in between and that sort of thing. I do not have anything to take that away. Uh, but I might as well true aim. And well, might as well also do like the other thing. Keep doing four light side pips points. Are you flipping one? No, I'm not. I'm oh, yeah. looking okay. at them right now. I'm seeing four and two. Oh, okay. Oh, no! Nah! TV misses! See, you should have. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and what, wait, what about the uh, two boosts from Matu? Ah. Oh, I didn't roll those. Yeah. You can roll success on both. He's not good you at You can turn this around. <laughs> nope. No! <laughs> <laughs> Two more advantage, so four advantage total. And a failure. So TV is just, um, yeah, he, he's going up there and he's got the the, the questions that uh, the other tactical droid were kind of riveting around in his head. And he sees just this wholesale slaughter of droids that, you know, he knows these droids don't have a chance. And he sees the humans slowly suffocating, and that's, you know, interesting too. But... Uh, <laughs> His heart just isn't in it. He fires, but the shot kind of goes wide. It's it's the first time he's missed in a long time, so... Alright, but you did get four advantage from it, so what's that doing to everything? Um, let's see, those shots went somewhere. Is there anything in the uh, room that would be useful Maybe to hit? Maybe away the astromech? That could definitely happen. Like, getting the... Shooting close enough to the astromech, like you're shooting across this uh, table that the astromech is plugged into. Okay, yeah, so he's walking forward, and then and the shots kind of go right above the astromech, uh, enough probably to startle it, and, T and TV just kind of turns his head and looks over and says, All your friends pretend to like you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. 
And you can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and night with a K. More motivational speeches can be heard from TV93 at iBrentBrown. I think we're tired. <laughs> it's like you've heard us do this a time or two, Chris. You can find me, Brent, at iBrentBrown. <laughs> Just use it. Just use it. Just go with it. Prepare to be amazed if you follow me at GS with all of my dastardly schemes to make TV a happier, happier droid. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're saying to yourself, man, that Rian guy, I want more of that. Well, you can go to Silhouette Zero, uh, which is a podcast about little people on Star Wars. That's at silzero.podbean.com. Or you can just follow me on Twitter at silzerochris. That's spelled S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. We're at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcast is on iTunes and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by reading and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. And you can send a holocom to heroes at thehydeanway.com. And support us on Patreon. We're just poor Dickensian children. We need the money. Please. I want to eat. Honest to God, I am sitting here holding the power cord into this computer so it does not turn itself off. My hand is right next to the fan. It's extremely uncomfortable. You don't want Leslie to electrocute herself, do ya?